Well, you know what that music means. Welcome to the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast of not just one, but two of your favorite indie promotions of all time, that being Limitless Wrestling and, of course, Let's Wrestle. My name's Josh Nason. On this week's show, we're going to look at the latest news on the next Limitless show called Acting Up, coming up on Saturday, May 28th. We're also going to preview this Saturday's Let's Wrestle Volume 18 featuring J.D. Drake. Next match is in the Tag Team Title Tournament and all kinds of stuff. In addition to that, joining me as always is the head of the table for both Limitless and Let's Wrestle and the man who will never adjust his contract to work less dates in the summer. It's Randy Carver. Randy, say hello to the good people. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, good to talk to you again, Josh. Been a couple weeks since we've been on the pod, but yeah. uh, beautiful day out here in Maine. 61 degrees with a breeze. Exactly how it needs to be. That's uh, right. How you doing, Josh? Things are good. Yeah, things are good. The uh, yeah, weather's the weather's good. The Red Sox are still meh mid, as uh, MJF would say. Uh, the Celtics uh, hope hopefully they'll get a little bit healthy as we had some good news going to this Easter Conference Finals that they got there, and then now uh, now a few injuries and some COVID and all that type of stuff. So yeah, we're uh, we're hanging in though. We're hanging in. Absolutely. I'm hoping JD keeps waking up the bats so we can get something going. But five home runs in an inning ain't going to get it done. Who, who do you like better, JD Martinez or JD Drake? <laughs> That's tough. Uh, I, I would say JD Martinez is not cussing me out all the time as okay. JD Drake is. So, uh, and also, you know, Martinez is hitting bombs right now. So maybe, maybe it's Martinez with a slight edge right now, but. I don't want to say too much a few days before I got to see JD Drake in person because mm. that might not bode well for me at the end. It'd be funny if baseball players between innings had to bring out, uh, work their own tables and sell their own merch. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would like to actually see a little home run derby between JD and uh, JD because yes. yeah. I don't know if you've seen any of the videos of uh, the blue collar badass hitting some dingers on the softball field, but he's an animal out there. I, you have told me about that before. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll get a chance to ask him about that one day. Hmm. Let's see it. We'll see. We'll see. So before we begin, wherever you're listening, please subscribe, like the video, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Greatly appreciate it. So uh, actually, where do you want to start? You want to start with Limitless or do you want to start with uh, Let's Wrestle? I forgot to ask you before. I think we should start with the Ask Limitless, and then we can go into the plugs for both these shows. I see. All right. So Ask Limitless, everybody. So this is a, I didn't even mention it at the top. Yeah. So Ask uh, ask. Ask Limitless is when you ask questions of Randy and I ask them for you. So you post them on Twitter. Uh, do you do this on Facebook too? I keep forgetting. Yeah. So it goes on, it goes on Twitter, Facebook, and also to uh, our email blast as well. So there's a couple ways that people are submitting their questions here. Um, a lot of these were from Facebook and Twitter and uh, a couple of these actually, Josh, when I was looking through putting them in the rundown, you're going to have some participation on a few of these questions as well. So excellent. I have not looked at these. Uh, I have, yeah, I certainly am. Yeah. I will uh, not, uh, I've not looked at these, so I will be surprised just as you are. So first question comes from Joseph. If you had to select an all time limitless team versus an all time, let's wrestle team for a five on five survivor series tag team match, who would make the cut? My God, what a question to start. That was a tough one. Um, and I actually put some thought into it because <clears throat> I think that'd be a fun thing to do at some point. Um, I would, uh, and this was another one that was asked that I don't think I got in the cut of the rundown, but um, someone mentioned if there was a chance that there would be some kind of 
like versus show or co-show between Limitless and Let's Wrestle. That's definitely something that I'd like to bring to fruition at some point when the time is right. But uh, looking at this question in particular, a five-on-five all-time Limitless versus all-time Let's Wrestle. Um, I will start with Limitless. Uh, this was tough. I, I think, like, obviously there's a lot of obvious names that pop out and uh, would fit on a team like this, but uh, I went with uh, a team captain of Ace Romero. Hmm, I think okay. uh, the man who, you know, main evented the first ever Limitless show probably has main evented the most Limitless wrestling shows in history. I don't know that to be fact, but I don't know. I don't know who could really match up with that. Probably the second guy on the team, Anthony Green, would be the one who's closest, but I got Ace and AG. I've got MSP as my tag team, and then my wild card at the very end to cap off the five. And this was tough because I thought about Ashley Vox. I thought about Daniel Garcia. I went with Chris Statlander. Oh, interesting. So we've got Ace, AG, MSP, and Chris Statlander on the Limitless Wrestling side. What do you think about that? I mean, there's obviously some omissions. MJF not making the cut. Uh, like I said, Ashley Garcia, uh, Kevin Blackwood, would you have any uh, qualms with that team? So my initial, uh, I initially just I wrote down some notes here as you were talking. And my notes initially in the top were MSP, AG, Acer Merrow, and MJF. Those are, my, those are my five. But like, I think of like Darby Allen counts as an alum, right? Yeah. Um, could be a case of, you know, how many, how many shows does a guy work? Because like, we've talked about Brody King in the past. That guy has been on the limitless shows before there's uh, I mean, Masha Slamovich is good. Chris Statler is a great choice. Um, boy, who, I mean, there's so many different talents that have come through. It's almost like it's a, is it, you know, people have worked a minimum of X amount of shows, you know, um, yeah. you know, dirty dang. I, there's so many different names you could throw in there. Becca, Davian. I mean, yeah, there's, I, I keep thinking of more and more and more as, as time goes on. So yeah, that's a that's a pretty good problem to have, as they say in sports. That was a tough one to figure out. And then uh, let's wrestle. I think was even tougher because I feel like the divide of the roster from early let's wrestle, which is you know uh, 2018 into early 2020, and the let's wrestle that we've seen uh, blossom back this year, starting in February, is much different. So I tried to take a little bit of both. Uh, I went with a team captain of Alec Price here, who I think mm-hmm. has uh, really kind of uh, bloomed into the face of Let's Wrestle, um, especially like going into the pandemic and then uh, building throughout the road, returning as the Limitless Wrestling champion to Let's Wrestle. Uh, a lot of work has been done uh, in Let's Wrestle for Alec Price, so I think he fits well as a team captain there. I went with Eric Johnson second because, I mean, how can you deny the success this dude had uh, from the pandemic at the Dojo Series to the road? And he's been a constant in Let's Wrestle. And I almost was going to uh, throw the stigma in there as my tag team. But uh, I threw Eric in there as a single, especially where that's what he's been doing lately. My tag team, I went with the Miracle Generation, Dustin Waller and Kylon King, who I think are two standouts of uh, the returning Let's Wrestle. And then... My wild card at the very end, I went Rip Bison since I didn't go Rip Bison on the Limitless team because uh, Ripper is someone who really found himself, I believe, through Let's Wrestle. And that's where we saw Iron Rip Bison uh, in front of our very eyes for the first time, um, formerly Tomahawk. And we saw a little bit of that, too, in Let's Wrestle. But 
uh, a guy who really found himself there and I think had some of his breakout matches in Let's Wrestle. I think he'd be the perfect one to rep for a match like this. I uh, had Mortar as my uh, as my second in command there if, uh, if we needed to swap somebody out at the very end because uh, Mortar, another one just like Alec Price, I think really grew through the first couple of years of Let's Wrestle, got himself onto Limitless Wrestling shows and didn't look back from there. So uh, that's what I'm looking at for the Let's Wrestle team. Mm. So with Limitless, I, we didn't even mention Christian Casanova, one of your past champions as well. I mean, that would be an awesome addition. Yeah, this oh, is a, a, I didn't. I totally forgot about Christian. Well, let me throw a little curve here. Who would be your managers for either side? Ooh, now that's tough. Getting into the nitty gritty. That's right. Um, Jeez, I don't even want to put John in this thing. Who would, I mean, who would be the manager from Limitless? I mean, we could, John Alba could be one. It could be Sidney Bacabella, could be Dean Fernicola, Joey <laughs> Eastman. Boy, you're forgetting the, the, the biggest name right off the top of the bat. Oh, Stokely. Yes. Have to be Stokely. Stokes. Yep. Has to be Stokely. Sit down, John Alba. Uh, we'll put <laughs> Stokely on the Limitless team. And then for the Let's Wrestle team, maybe maybe that's where we throw John his bone. Uh, maybe Let's Wrestle, but who do you got? Who you got any ideas? Yep, someone that sits next to you at every show. Ethan he- Scott. Yep, <laughs> Ethan Scott. I'm gonna make him a manager for this and be the uh, the mouthpiece for Let's Wrestle. I could I could see him cutting some promos. You know, he's very polite, very nice, smiles, uh, does his job on on camera, and also when he's ring announcing and so on. But, uh, you know, I'd like to see him cut his chops as a manager. And, and you know, I, there's a nefarious side in there. There's no one that everyone that watches wrestling has that little heel in them somewhere or, or another. Some do it better than others. But, you know, a nice one, maybe a little Ethan uh, heel, Ethan Scott, or just a positive Ethan Scott. Who knows? Oh, I think Ethan could pull it off. I yeah. think he could do it. That'd be a fun one. Nice. Great question. Great question to start. And obviously, yeah, if you... Uh, for people listening, chime in on Twitter. Respond to uh, the, the text thread or the text thread, the uh, the tweet thread, and tell us who your who your teams would be. That'd be a fascinating thing, and maybe help Randy book a card down the road. Who knows? Uh, from JM, if you could make a quote unquote gimmick title for Limitless, i.e., the hardcore title twenty four seven, or his personal favorite, or her personal favorite, whoever JM is, the ICW ICWA Texarkana TV title, what would it be, and what rules would it have? I can I my may I go first on this? Please, absolutely. Because I brought this title up before. It'd be the Haas title. Because you have so many Haas fights, big meaty men slapping meat, Randy. I mean, we've seen so many great Haas fights. This has to be it. There's usually one, sometimes two per card. It would be the Haas title, the rules, just balls out, anything goes, as we have seen. I mean, you got Slade, you got Big Beef, you got uh, JD Drake, you got Rip Bison. There is uh, Ace Romero. I mean, there's so many guys that can compete for this title that we've seen just have crazy wild brawls and fights on, on shows. Uh, call call your gimmick. Call it a strap match. Call it a no DQ. Just a straight match down the middle. Just a fight. Whatever it is, the Haas title would be my title. Gimmick title for Limitless Wrestling. That's mine. I think that's fun. Um, I, I, what are the qualifications for something like that? Is it a weight limit or is it just X division style? Like if you're if you're gonna come go balls to the walls in any match possible, you got your shot. I think you know when it comes to the courts in terms of uh, defining pornography. The the quote was, uh, "I know it when I see it." I think with a Haas fight championship or Haas fight title, you know it when you see it. And I think I think I think we know. I mean, you could bring Jonah back. That would be insane. I mean, Hospital, you know it when you see it in terms of the competitors. Put it that way. Gotcha. Um, 
Mine, I think, is a little, uh, I, I don't think it's too crazy, but it's something that I've thought about bringing into the world of Limitless Wrestling before. But I'd like to reintroduce a main state championship at some point where yeah. uh, only defended uh, within the state limits of Maine. Um, so, it can, you know, let's wrestle Limitless Wrestling, whatever it be there. Back in the day, uh, there used to be like always some kind of main state championship that was floating around the indie scene from the time that I started getting like tuned into local indie wrestling, like 07, 08 to I think as recently as, I don't know, uh, 2019, maybe 2018 and uh, nothing really since. But uh, I've always wanted to actually like uh, give that a, a college try, so to speak, and give it a go, because I feel like every time. Uh, a particular main state championship was introduced. It just wasn't wasn't really cared about too much. I remember there was one uh, one point there was one going around that was a like a blue like powder blue strapped intercontinental title. Nice. Um, but I would like to get like a legit main state championship going in the state at some point that uh, maybe even promotion to promotion can be defended all over the place. But hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know when the time frame on something like that would be. That's just kind of something that's. Uh, you know, stored in the back of my mind for a rainy day. But uh, I do think that's something that could actually come to fruition at some point. Yeah. I think you mentioned it actually a couple episodes ago, if I remember that right. Um, I, I was thinking you were going to say for a gimmick title, be the limitless tag team title. Since people have asked you about them for years and years and years. <laughs> and it never have happened. We may have got a question or two about those this time as well. Uh huh. Uh huh. Good stuff there uh, from Jesse. And this is a question. Uh, those that have read the Limitless Wrestling book by Mike Labby will know the answer to. If there were any, slash if you remember, of course you'd remember, what were possible names, other names for the company before you landed in Limitless? I remember one for sure that we've talked about on the pod for before, but uh, Emerge Wrestling was one of the uh, emerging first names of Limitless Wrestling. Um, that was one that we were, I, I think we were sold on enough, and I think it's actually in the book that there were a couple mock logos that were yep. drawn up and kind of designed for Emerge to be the name. And a uh, couple reasons why it didn't stick. I mean, there was a there was a promotion coming up at that time, I think in the Midwest, that had uh, just had their debut show under that banner. Um, and I, you know, looking back, I, I don't know if it would have fit uh, exactly what we needed it to for a name, honestly. Um, I don't know. It, it didn't fit, didn't work. And uh, the timing, you know, it, I feel like uh, we ended up right where we needed to be name-wise, but that's the one that comes to my head. Uh, I, I'm sure that there were a few others tossed around because it was quite a process to figure out, you know, what are we going to name this thing? Because, you know, whatever whatever you stick with, you've got to roll with it. So um, we ended up on Limitless. But, yeah, Emerge is the one that I, uh, that I think was the other, like, finalist when we were putting together like a list of names, but there was probably four or five that we were debating on at least. What about for let's wrestle? Let's wrestle. Jeez. I, uh, I'm thinking about that. I don't, uh, the only other thing that I could think of is that we were going to, we were going to do, we wanted to kind of figure out something to be tied to limitless. So it was almost going to be called like a, like limitless, uh, Limitless Underground or like Lost Tapes or some shit. I, I don't remember what we were going to call it. Like we didn't really know if it was going to be a consistent thing either right off the bat. So uh, name was uh, name was really tossed around. I think it was really uh, 
danger kid and agro who advocated for let's wrestle because we had we had done a few shows under that banner in south portland years prior when we were trying to kind of get this project uh with some wheels but uh didn't really come to fruition long term there and uh when we had the chance to kind of bring it back and uh, still had the tie together with limitless both had the initials of lw um so that was kind of the tie-in for both but uh, I, I don't think anything else was really strongly considered. There was a lot of open conversation about what we should call it because uh, I'm definitely not someone who likes to commit to a name of something and then want to change it uh, a month or two down the line. You know, whatever we mm-hmm. get, we got to stick with. So um, we ended up rolling with Let's Wrestle again. I'm happy we did. It's a little different. Um, and uh, I, I've always liked the logos, too, that we've had with it. Just Just feels like a different entity than Limitless Wrestling, even though it's tied in. Uh, completely with Limitless, but has a lot of different faces, a different look, and uh, has always kind of been its original brand. From Bradley, some have a drink of choice. I would say everyone has a drink of choice. Could may not be alcoholic, just saying, but some have a drink of choice. I'd say all. Uh, who would be your wrestler wrestlers of choice to sit down and watch any time? That's a good question. Um, I, I would have a few. I mean, I'm. Uh, it would be the guys who I think I'm biggest fans of uh like a like a sean michaels or a stan hansen um those are two that stick out that i feel like i could watch anytime i feel like uh william regal and fit finley fit into that category for me lately uh, a lot of their older stuff is such a joy to watch uh, brain busters as well uh recently as well uh anything ftr has done lately has been right up my alley and i try to make it appointment viewing because uh, I just think it's splendid to watch. Uh, CM Punk would be in there as well. There's, there's I, I guess it's like I'm saying a lot of like recent guys, but uh, I feel like uh, looking at it right now, like anything that catches my attention that makes me go out of my way to say, fuck, I got to watch this match. Um, that's who's going to be, you know, my wrestler of choice recently. So yep. throw FTR on that list. And if I'm rounding it out, I would say Rob Van Dam as well. Uh, oh, I'm go. always into a Rob Van Dam match. And if I'm just, if I'm just looking for something fun to watch, it's probably going to be one of those wrestlers that I'll throw on and, you know, keep my attention to the screen. Yep. Yeah. That's a, it's an interesting question. Cause it's, it's moods. It's uh, certain matches. Like, I mean, I would say a Steve Austin, obviously. Um, yeah. I, I just, I am so like, I get so nostalgic when I look back at that, uh, you know, the attitude era, when you just see how, crazy people go in the stands when the glass hits or when different things happen during raw and or or a pay-per-view in that era regard if it's if it's austin if it was rock if it was you know triple h dx uh kurt angle that's another guy uh definitely could watch sit down watch anytime you know just how excited people were and just really how batshit crazy they went and that's like you see that and it's just like this is this is what this is all about like for people it, the, the closest thing that's reminded me of that is when is when Punk came back to AEW, and you just saw how happy people were. And it, that's to me, that's like that's what it's all about is is getting that reaction there. And fans in the arena are the uh, they're the um, the avatar, so to speak, of everyone at home. So you can just imagine people feeling at home. Punk is a great choice. Uh, I, I look at more like you know if I'm going to go back and watch something, I look I think of more. I watch pretty much anything from like late 80s and 90s whether it's WWE, uh wcw or like ecw that type of stuff because that's when i really 
came of age as a fan. I like going to back and kind of looking at some of that stuff and be like, you know, was it just me being a kid, not understanding it? Does it still hold up? Uh, what do I remember with them? Great matches that I didn't realize there are great matches at the time, but now I kind of look back and be like, Oh wow. Now knowing as much as I know, are they a lot better? And yeah, that, that's kind of where I, you know, I, I gravitate to, if I go to old stuff, um, I would love to go back and watch more uh, ECW because that was one of my, you know, I think like a lot of people, uh, one of my favorite promotions at that time, just because it was so different. The problem is with how WWE has it with the network, it's all, you know, their music. It's not the original music of the time because of licensing and it affects it. I mean, ECW and music were so tied together with uh, in, in so many ways, I think more promotion, more so than, than most promotions, if, if any, in terms of just how they they really encapsulate that music at the time and entrances and all that, I think when you go generic, it it, it hurts that a little bit. So that that's what I would choose. I, I would look more towards I think more towards era, but yeah, I mean I think you look at when when was your when were you biggest of a fan of wrestling? I think you kind of find in in some of the people you mentioned uh, outside, like a Stan Hansen, um, you know, people that just that that kind of brought you in and made you feel something during that time. I got to drop uh, Umaga on the list, too. That's yeah. a random one, but, like, that's been one that's been hitting for me lately. Um, a particular match, I think this is the one, but him and John Cena from the Royal Rumble in the Last Man Standing match. Oh, yeah, that just, actually, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I went back and watched that uh, within the past week, and just crazy how good, like, Umaga in some of those big match positions was awesome. Uh, just mm-hmm. the whole presentation, the match, like, I don't know. I was, I was big into Omaga. And that's that's like one, like you're saying, from the time frame of when you got into wrestling, uh, that that's a guy for me. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, oh, that was that was exactly the time that I was, like, picking up watching every single week. And uh, I love to go back and watch some of that shit. Mm. From Dana, list your top five for Limitless theme music. That's, good that's hard. <laughs> that's hard. Um to me, I think uh, not only the theme music, but the entrance and the crowd response and the the overall vibe and energy behind an entrance makes everything like it, it pulls it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, so when thinking about this, like uh, recently, I would have to say like Waves and Curls got to be on the list with the Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley Vox hooked on a feeling. Sea Stars, Ashley slash Sea Stars. Uh, I, I love that one. I, I think it fits so well. People get hyped for it. Um, man, I'm, I, uh, I didn't know what I thought of it at first. And it was like one, it's like one of those songs. It literally is a vibe and it grows on you. MSP's drip drop. Mm-hmm. It's in my Spotify playlist now. Wow. It's, it's gone that far. So, uh, I'm big into the drip drop. Uh, I think I think a lot of people are like I, I just noticed some dancing and vibing to it. And I think like that was one that just like I uh, I I don't know. I thought about that very deeply because when uh, I remember when Anthony Green, who heaven is a place on earth, that's got to be another one on there. Um, I thought about when uh, when he was kind of switching his whole vibe, no pun intended. And I wasn't like crazy about the direction, like the retro AG stuff was going at first. And I, I wondered it, like about the same thing with MSP because it was, I wouldn't say it was an abrupt change, but it was something totally different than what they'd ever done presentation wise in this state in front of the crowd. And like, 
to see the reception very quickly for what they've been presenting, um, for the music, for the change in the, uh, the whole vibe change they've gone through. I think that's pretty cool that people have been super receptive to it. Um, I really like uh, J.D. Drake's Outlaw Renegade theme song as well. <laughs> Yep, that one, yep. I literally, uh, like, Monday, Tuesday after a show, I'll just be driving in the car, like, kind of humming along. Being, I'm an outlaw. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just That's one of those that yeah. just sticks with me for some reason. And those are the ones that stick out the most, is, like, the, the songs that I'm, like, humming a few days later. I don't know if anything tops Alec Price's to me. Um, because there's a whole, like, there's another piece, another element of the entrance that only a few people see. But it's, like, when he's getting ready to go through the curtain it is mania behind the curtain like alec is literally bouncing off the wall screaming to himself slapping himself in the face throwing his fanny pack around like it's a literal scene and uh then that energy gets blown right out through the curtain with him and transferred to everybody in the audience and uh, i think that's really cool but those would have to be a few on my list josh uh couple i mean glaring omissions from early limitless uh christian casanova stands out his uh that the life like a movie theme song was awesome um and uh, i'm sure i'm missing a ton i'm sure but you can you can hit me with some that i forgot or some on your list well i think you're forgetting uh brad cashew i mean his his song is <laughs> bang yeah definitely forgetting that one yeah yeah uh the ones i wrote down were uh anthony green ace romero um you know i think when he gets all the crowd singing, uh, I don't want to lose your love tonight. That, that, that's a great moment. Uh, old school, limitless a little bit. JT Dunn with his original music. I thought that was always kind of good. Uh, MSP's original, Heathens. I like that song uh, quite a bit. I thought that fit that, that the, what they were trying to pull off at the time and, and do. I think that was a, that was a good one. Uh, I also wrote down Al Price. And I'll uh, throw a shout out to Rip Bison. I think that's a really, you know, he, he kept, could kind of played around a few different uh, entrance songs through through time and i think once he landed on that it just it just fits of just like oh shit here we go you know that what i mean stuck. yeah he was kind of going around for a few and i i want to throw out the main event as well um i, I love the main events theme song yep a lot of good options yeah I, I think you're right when there's a good uh yeah good a good list there's it's gotta it's gotta mean something to the people you know it's gotta hit the right time the the entrance can't go the, the the beginning part can't go too long because obviously they don't have a lot of time before they get to the ring. It's just gonna hit hit right, and I think it's, you know, I think some some wrestlers, not in limitless specifically, but just in general, it just you can tell when it doesn't fit, and there's ones that when it hits, it like it just kind of enhances the the act, the character, kind of the presentation all uh all together. So, um, good question there, uh, David. And this is a good one. Any chance of seeing Joey Janela versus Big Beef? Speaking of the Hoss Fighting Championship. <laughs> what a match that would be. Um, I would love to get Janela back into Limitless Wrestling this year, especially uh, seeing that he's taking more indie bookings this summer and uh, really looking like he's in the best shape of his life right now. So I would, uh, I'd love to get Janela back in Limitless. I think him and Beef would be a very fun matchup if we can set that up. But uh, I, I don't have anything set with Janela. Um, not to say that we haven't been talking to him to try to figure something out, but Hopefully by the end of the summer, we'll see the bad boy in Limitless Wrestling again. Maybe we'll get the, I'd mentioned this before, we'll get that uh, canceled Joey Janela versus uh, Danger Kid Falls Count Anywhere match or anything uh, goes match from back in the day. Still holding on from 2018. We'll see. Still holding. Still holding. From Jordan, it was cool seeing Gangrel at the last show. 
Any plans to bring any more Attitude Era talents around for future shows? I'll say yes, but I can't tell you who. I mean, that ruins the surprise. That's right. Well, I gave you a couple names already. I mean, Steve Austin and Kurt Angle. I mean, those are definitely opportunities to bring them in, right? Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I've got their numbers right in my phone. You know, I could hit them up anytime, and I'm sure we could set it up. Yeah, I, I think I, I have Dwayne's number. J- Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. I, oh, if you, course, I can send yeah. you that, too. He might be He might be free. Uh, yeah, and if you have any ideas, you know, if you see people, realistic ideas, not Steve Austin, but if you, you know, see people working in the indies that might be of interest, let uh, tweet at Randy. Let him know. Obviously, there are you know, names out there. Who knows? You know, never know. Uh, from Jacob, who have been the standouts of Let's Wrestle since his return, and do you ever see shows coming back to the Orono area? I would say um, there's been a lot of standouts, honestly, since Let's Wrestle has returned. I feel like different people are kind of rising to the occasion every single show. But um, a lot of the guys who I think impressed early, you've seen them back and have kind of solidified themselves a roster spot. Um, We're seeing a lot of them on display, actually, this coming Saturday in Herman. Uh, But Ichiban, definitely a standout. I would say we've actually seen him make his way to a Limitless Wrestling event earlier this year against Brad Cashew. But uh, he's going one-on-one with J.D. Drake this Saturday night. Miracle Generation, Dustin Waller and Kylon King. Uh, I'm excited to see more of Shannon Levangie, who hasn't really got a chance to cook much yet in Let's Wrestle, but uh, wrestled Ava Everett at the last Limitless Wrestling show. I think she's got a bright future ahead. Um, and man, there's a ton. I mean, Sammy Diaz is another one. Um, he's a dude who actually Jeremy Leary from Blitzkrieg Pro put him on my radar, and Johnny Torres as well. Two guys who backed him heavily and, you know, said that this dude's essentially ready for uh, bigger and better things. You know what I mean? And uh, he's someone who we're going to get to put to the test this Saturday at Let's Wrestle again. Uh, Gall Barquet, uh, a newcomer out of the New England Pro Wrestling Academy right now. Randy Rivera as well. I'm excited to do more with. And uh, honestly, like, cool to see some of the OG Let's Wrestle talent come back and haven't lost a beat. You know what I mean? Like a Mike McCarthy or... Uh, Owen Brody back in the mix as well. Eric Johnson uh, now split from Dave Dyer, and he's back in the mix as well. So I don't know. It's It's been a very positive atmosphere around Let's Wrestle thus far since the comeback in February, and uh, makes me excited for this Saturday and excited for shows moving forward. Uh, as for Orono, I do not have any plans set for Let's Wrestle to return to Orono yet this year. Uh, not to say that it's off the table. I'd love to go back to the American Legion post-84, uh, it's all, it's all about, uh, what they're going to do for shows moving forward and events. But, uh, right now we've got our summer kind of booked out with the Morgan Hill event center, uh, beautiful location. They've got food and drink available, which is awesome. Um, just a fun place. And if you've been there and witnessed either a limitless or let show, you know, it's a very fun environment to be a part of. So, uh, I hope that some of our Orono crew, if they haven't yet, I hope they come out to Herman and check that out. And even the limitless wrestling fans li- listening to this. Uh, it's not too far of a drive from Southern Maine, so uh, make the trip up sometime if it's not this weekend, uh, maybe the next one, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, I'd say you get kind of going on the you know the standouts. You know, again, you mentioned Let's Wrestle just returned a couple months ago. I mean, that was after um, after more than a year of being on the shelf due to COVID and the pandemic and everything. So I think this will be an interesting question. Kind of look back on three, four months from now because you'll have. Some of the shows of like kind of how your storylines develop, uh, some of the younger guys from the dojo that are getting work on those shows and some of the younger talents are just in general, just getting more work. That's how they get better. And 100%. I think it's the guys that 
you may say today, you may be like, there's these, and then there's all these other ones. I mean, obviously that's, that's the hope is with more work and, and people getting into the characters, understanding more, you know, tweaks being made, all that stuff that the promotion kind of gets even more solid as a, as a rest of the year, summer and the rest of the year goes on. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think if we're asked this question, you know, four or five months down the line, that list is completely different. So yep. um, I'm excited to see who stands out this Saturday. Um, we, we got some fun matches we're going to talk about in a second. I think we got one more question and then uh, we can dive into let's wrestle. That's right. So from Mike M with Russell Prom, look at him helping me out with my uh, annual question <laughs> every time. And the canceled March 2020 show to the side. Were there any other themed events or big shows that had to be put on the back burner for any reason due to uh, the Rona? Well, I okay. So I kind of took this to mean like throughout the history of Limitless, but uh, we did both. have. I mean, when uh, when everything got canceled, March of uh, 2020, we did have. I think shows booked up to May at that point, and I think we were even dabbling into June. But um, no, all those had to be washed away. That was Wrestle Prom. Um, that was uh, kind of starting the road to the Vacation Land Cup. Uh, the only thing that uh, really stuck out when I looked at this question is like another themed event or big event that had to be uh, put on the back burner was uh, our return to the Portland Expo, which was oh. going to be planned for September of 2020. And uh, we didn't have any date locked down yet, but we had been, you know, we had pretty much set everything up with uh, the officials from the expo to make that happen. So um, that, that was one piece of it that uh, I can recall. And I think that we wanted to start the vacation land cup. I almost think a year earlier and, for some reason that didn't come to fruition. So that was like a back burner project that ended up coming back a year later, but um, nothing crazy that I could think about for this one, other than uh, just the 2020 canceled events. Mm. And I could and be I... totally overlooking something that we've talked about before, but <laughs> hard to remember at this point. So I had one, uh, let's see where, so I, I've meant to ask, this is a logistical thing. So the one of the tweets you did before the last show from the Loomis account, it said, for the last show we're announcing a couple big l's tonight did that mean was that supposed to be like lindsay and lufisto's announcements that night or i i can I, I completely got confused by what that tweet meant and i had it written aside to uh to ask you about that do you remember yes, that? that that was for their that was for their debut announcements or return for lindsay but that was that was the two big l's was lindsay and lufisto got it got i it. wondered if anybody picked up on it and like literally somebody texted me like 20 minutes after I, uh, I made the post being like, Oh, who's not coming tonight. And I'm like, no, that's not it at all. <laughs> maybe this joke maybe did not hit. <laughs> well, sometimes you get a workshop in public, you know what I mean? It's what all the great comedians do. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You got to try it. And I do have one other question. This is an old school question for people that have listened to every episode of the podcast. When you were doing uh, episodes with John Alba, he talked about Jersey Mike's the sandwich shop and you said you would never went you were planning to did you ever go to jersey mike's and have a sub i have because they are now located in the bangor area whoa i've had a few subs from jersey mike's um because uh our very own jacob drifter is employed <laughs> yes. by jersey mike's interesting so huh? he gave me the iggy uh when they were uh when they were opening up what i should get and he was actually led me perfectly down the right path um, I like Jersey Mike's pretty, pretty good sub shop. Um, I've had it at least 
I think three times since they've opened up in Bangor, uh, one was a wash, but the other two were very good. So, and I've tried a couple different things, so it's not just sticking to one thing and hoping it's always good. So, uh, I would, I would give it a solid, uh, you know, seven and a half out of 10, I would say maybe even an eight out of 10. So was John, was John telling me that that was a good place to go? Yes, he was. You were surprised. I can't remember the exact context of the conversation, but I think it, was, it might have been on an ask one of the show about going to a different place to eat or something like that. And he, he was just incredulous that you would never go to a place named after the terrible state of New Jersey. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, so I'm so now hearing this now that there's one there. I think John should agree to some sort of stipulation where if his uh, team loses, perhaps his involves prestigious that would make the most sense he and jacob drifter have a sandwich together at jersey mike's prepared by jacob drifter how's that that would be great i was just gonna say he needs to eat one prepared by jacob drifter but i think that's yes. having it together i think that's a yes. nice moment um and i i think john will be all about it you know for uh for the sake of entertainment he's he's got a fan base now with these podcasts he's a part of that he you know needs to appease and provide some content for so that would be the perfect thing you know mm. uh Maybe we can lock him down to this. I will say, though, there's a second Jersey's in the Bangor area that is Jersey's Subs and Sweets. And in my honest opinion, leaps and bounds better than Jersey Mike's. Wow. Uh, They they get like a solid 9 out of 10 for me. 9 out of 10 being the only reason they're getting a 9 is because... Half the time that I try to go there, they're not open. They've get it's like one of those like hole in the walls that has the really weird hours that is probably dependent on like uh, do we have product left or not. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Incredible, incredible sandwiches there. But interesting. Uh, no, I, I I'm definitely down to get John locked into this Jacob Drifter uh, cook off eat off thing. I like it. I like it. So thank you everyone for the questions to ask limitless. We'll do one of these next month because i have other questions for randy based on uh, my history of listening to the podcast have never been answered so we'll uh we'll ask a few of those next time and your great questions as well so thanks a lot let's uh let's hit up real quick uh talk about let's wrestle coming up obviously this saturday let's wrestle volume 18 do or die at the morgan hill event center herman maine saturday night everybody saturday hopefully no car accidents in front of the venue everyone's going to get in safe good and and we'll have a fun night of pro wrestling in Herman, Maine. Front row is sold out, but however, $15 general admission tickets remain at limitlesswrestling.com slash let's wrestle. And by the time you listen to this, I assume any any tickets ordered will be left at will call. Yeah, so if you ordered after Tuesday afternoon for Let's Wrestle tickets, they're going to be held at the door under the buyer's name. So just have the digital receipt available and give your name at the door and you'll be all set. And at the show... We have the debut, the Let's Wrestle debut of AEW's J.D. Drake, Limitless Wrestling's J.D. Drake, debuting against the surging standout himself. To be talked about him on this show, Ichiban, former uh, Let's Wrestle title contender. Again, he's been on Let's uh, Limitless Wrestling shows before. So he takes on the blue-collar badass J.D. Drake. That should be fun. The opening round of the Let's Wrestle tag team title tournament continues as the Haven. Sean Knight and Jay Onyx collide with the syndicate, the returning syndicate of Owen Brody and B.A. Tatum. You guys check out The Road. You obviously know their work quite a bit. Team T2T of Perfect Perkins and Joseph Alexander, they square off with Art, Aaron Rourke, and Ricky Smokes putting in their bid to win the Let's Wrestle tag team title. So two opening round matches there. 
Rip Bison, he's pissed after a tough month last month. He's going to come back and look for revenge against no one better seek revenge against BRG at Prestigious. So they'll be in action coming up on Saturday. We have a teacher versus student tag team match. MSP taking on Dylan Nix and Jesse Nolan. Again, those familiar, familiar of with uh, with the road have seen those two in action before. And just added, everybody, Kylon King versus Armani Chaos in singles action. Eric Johnson versus Dustin Waller versus Champ Matthews versus Sammy Diaz in a four-way and also the return of the aforementioned Shannon Lavangi. Sounds like a fun show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Um, a lot of fresh names on this card. The return of Champ Matthews to Herman Maine. Uh, last time we saw him was one-on-one with Rip Bison at Dancing on Thin Ice. So uh, some time away from Limitless Wrestling. We'll see if it's done him good. But uh, some stiff competition in that four-way, that singles match as well. Kylon King, Armani Chaos. I'm really excited for that. I think two uh, athletes that are poised to break out in 2022 in the Northeast area. So Kylon and Dustin getting a break from tag team action while they advanced last month over prestigious. We'll see them in the finals of the Let's Wrestle Tag Team Tournament, but uh, not on this night. And not for MSP either. Like you said, teacher versus student tag team match. And they wanted to wrestle some students from the Limitless Dojo. They've picked two, I would say, Gen 1 trainees of the Limitless Dojo, two wrestlers who were uh, really in on the ground floor at the dojo and uh, have been a part of this a couple years now, have gained some experience. They're not the same wrestlers that MSP collided with a few years ago in some of their first matches. So, I think this is a whole new test for MSP, and I'm hoping that even though they've advanced to the finals of the tag tournament as well, they're not taking their foot off the gas here in a situation where they could get upset. Yeah, coming up this Saturday, Let's Wrestle Volume 18, Do or Die. So again, $15 GA tickets remain, and if you cannot make it for whatever reason, it will be up soon on IWTV. And then we'll look ahead to Saturday, May 28th, and Memorial Day to remember Certainly at the Yarmouth Agnets in Yarmouth, Maine. Front row is sold out. $20 general admission tickets are available at limitlesswrestling.com slash tickets. On the card, a lot of things have come together since uh, since we last spoke, Randy. We have the Limitless Wrestling World Championship on the line. Alec Price taking on former WWE star Lindsay Dorado. For the first time ever, this was announced yesterday, and people are excited. For the first time ever, Randy, we got to stop on this one. Rip Bison taking on the debuting Ricky Shane Page of GCW fame. He's done some AEW stuff. People know RSP, and he is making his Limitless Wrestling debut coming up to the end of the month. How did this finally come together? Yeah, not only that, and this was kind of surprising to me, but uh, I guess should be expected. This is his first time ever wrestling in Maine, so Mm. uh, that's always cool to bring someone to the state for the first time. RSP was actually traveling up with a carload that was – making their way up for the weekend. And uh, I think just by chance had this Saturday available. So we were able to set things up with RSP. He's been someone who's been highly requested by uh, Limitless Wrestling fans for quite some time. And man, what a challenge this is for Ripper. Coming off a disappointment last month, losing to Alec Price with a championship on the line. But the competition doesn't stop. I mean, just like for Beef, who we're going to talk about in a second, uh, you know, you, you can trip up, you can stumble, but if you're if you're going to maintain pace, you got to be on it. You got to have your head on a swivel and be ready to go again. I think Rip Bison is motivated right now, and you have to be going into a matchup with RSP, who really has been in the ring with everything. Like I can't think of a style or a wrestler or uh, maybe even a size difference that RSP hasn't squared off with, even in just the past year. He's just 
all over the place, wrestling all kind of different styled wrestlers. And Rip's going to have to prepare big time for this one and do his homework on RSP, who's a really innovative competitor inside the ring. Another debut for this show, uh, Indy Hall of Famer Lufisto making again her debut. Take out the returning Jody Threat. That should be a lot of fun. Jake Something returns to action in Limitless, uh, taking on Beef. That should be, I mean, between this and the RSP Bison fight, those are your Haas fights. I mean, you know it when you see it. First time ever, those two guys are going to hook up Jake Something versus Big Beef. That's going to be awesome. And we have the Trios Challenge art of Ava Everett. And the is it the International Baddie? Do I remember? Am I remembering that right? You got that right. If it's incorrect, we'll hear about it. But I do believe it's the international baddie <laughs> taking and uh, along with Ricky Smokes and Aaron Rourke taking on MSP and a mystery partner, someone that dislikes art just as much as they do. That line is out the building. But we'll see who actually gets in the ring with MSP at the Trios Challenge coming up at the end of the month. University rules, everyone's favorite. Brad Cash, who with Dean Fernicola taking on the returning Desmond Cole. Cole debuted in that uh, that really fun four-way at the last show. A lot of energy, and I don't think he's going to have any patience for university rules, but we'll see what happens when Brad Cashew, coming off the DQ win over Gangrel at the last show, fans are going to be ready for blood for this one, um, and Desmond Cole is going to be hopefully willing to spill some for Brad Cashew's blood coming up at the end of the month. And we also have Prestigious with John Alba taking on the returning Shook crew. A lot of returns on this show. And prestigious, uh, obviously, BRG and Mac Daniels. We remember what happened last month with uh, Channing Thomas now out of the group. So the new chapter for prestigious uh, begins on Saturday, the 28th at the Yarmouth. And that's, yeah, this uh, this card's coming together pretty nice, huh? Yeah, I think it's a fun one. A lot of fresh matchups on this one and uh, a lot of chances for guys to kind of rise to the occasion and uh, really get a big win under their belt, especially as we head into Vacation Land Cup season. So mm. uh, obviously the wins mean a lot in Limitless Wrestling, but as we get more and more closer to the cup, I feel like they mean even more for, you know, the guys who have been grinding on this roster, like a Rip Bison, a Beef, a Jake Something, a Brad Cashew, uh, Desmond Cole, who, you know, this could be a big breakout moment for him. Uh, people who are looking to punch their ticket back to Limitless Wrestling long-term, like an RSP, Lufisto, Jody Threat, it could all start right here. So uh, a lot a lot on the line, I think, for a lot of wrestlers uh, next Saturday, and we'll go into it in depth next week on the podcast when we've got this lineup finalized. But I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, should be a lot of fun. Again, as Randy mentioned, we'll talk about it more next week in our official preview. We'll talk about uh, Let's Wrestle, the results there, and that fun show. And yeah, we'll talk about everything else as well. IWTV is where you can watch all archived Limitless shows. Obviously, if you use the promo code Limitless, if you're not a subscriber, really cheap per month. Ton of other indie wrestling on there. It's going to be well worth your while if uh, you're watching indie wrestling. IWTV, use the code Limitless. Pluto TV, if you're interested in season one, season two, and is season three of The Road made up there yet? Season three is not, but they actually, uh, I think we mentioned it on the pod recently, but they've ordered it, and uh, yes. season three is soon going to be on Pluto TV, so keep an eye out for that, but season one and two are available anytime for free on Pluto. That's right, so Pluto TV, just search for a Limitless Wrestling, you'll be able to find it very easily, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Social media, Made on Twitter, Limitless Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, that's where you can see Randy dancing to uh his various msp theme songs throughout the years uh <laughs> let's wrestle 207 on twitter facebook and instagram randy underscore carver lw on twitter josh nason on twitter let us know tweet us and the limitless wrestling account 
for some of the questions, your answers, some of the questions that came up. It's always interesting to see what the fans think because I guarantee there's stuff that we didn't think of or, or whatever, but always good to get the fans involved there. And as always, LimitlessWrestling.com for all your ticket and merchandise needs. And that'll do it. For Randy Carver, I'm Josh Nason. Until next time, be limitless.